Welcome everyone, welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. I have John here from Smash Trivia. Welcome, John. Hey. How's it going? I'm going good. Right, how about you? Ah, not too bad. Bit sniffly, but no, not too bad about yeah. that. Um, yeah, so we're here to discuss the 2018 film Tag. Based on the uh, the game you played as kids. Tag, yep. you're it. Although I have heard it called Tig, but never mind. It, it, I suppose it, it changes wherever you are. Yeah, not surprised a lot of games games change their name based on where you are. I've also heard like uh, I heard the a lot of like uh, a lot of like classic songs like uh, like Christmas songs uh, odds and stuff will change based on like uh, like some places you uh, you live. Like I've heard that they're uh, like uh, uh, the um Batman parody thing of uh, of um Jingle Bells. Based on wherever you are, it has different lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how it goes like that, isn't it? I know there's, it's like films, which we're in the business of discussing. <laughs> um, they they all have all kinds of different titles and Die Hard, you know, Live Free or Die Hard, which is a great title. They're like, oh no, Europeans won't understand this New Hampshire tagline, so we'll change it to Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard 4? Yeah. No, Die Hard 4.0. Why the point oh? Like, <laughs> Europe doesn't do guns, usually. Like, well, well, it doesn't make any sense, but I'll just go with it. It's fine. You just think, what's the point of that? Just leave, just leave it. Leave it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Ah, stupid studios. So, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, Tag is a film basically about a small group of, like, uh, they've been friends for years and they've been playing this game of tag for every every May since they were like little and it's kept them not it's kept them friends even though they've like all moved on and started to do different things. There's like the classic stoner, there's the businessman, there's who else? Uh, well, um, like the, the psycho, Jamie Renner. Yeah, um, there's uh, and there's uh, there's a yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that. Uh, Ed, and then there's the last one. I don't think we actually heard what he does, uh, us, other than the uh, other than just knowing that he's in therapy for thinking his wife's cheating on him. Yeah, he felt definitely the most underdeveloped. I mean, don't get me wrong, anyone listening, this is not the kind of film where it's like, oh, this character development wasn't great. But I mean, it was, he felt quite redundant that character. Like I don't know what he was there for. He wasn't particularly funny, but they didn't give him much to work with. He was just. Oh. Apart from that really unusual introduction where he's kind of in the therapist office, although when they opened the the cupboard or the closet, as the Americans say, uh, it, I, I did laugh when like one guy like just t- takes like the, this sleeve of a shirt and tries to cover his eyes with it as if that's going to make him invisible. <laughs> yeah, um, but I did I did enjoy the film to be honest. Uh, it's I mean it's not the most original, you know. It's like uh, f- for like the Americans over that way. It's like it's very similar to kind of. Um, films such as Grown Ups or Grown Ups mm-hmm. 2 if you're from like this side of the pond films like you know Edgar Wright's films like Hot Fuzz Shaun the Dead well it's more it's more similar to At World's End which is not my favourite of the three but it's very like that in terms of like oh the friends are back together and they're trying to be serious it has and this isn't just got Ed, Ed Helms in it it has a very hangover feel as well like it's it's in this period of time where there's just like lots of films that try to emulate that that that, that success really, but yeah, definitely. But uh, 
Yeah, I don't usually do summaries, so I'm not, I'm quite pleased with that one. Um, yeah, so it's it's not. Yeah, like I said, not the most original, but I enjoyed it. I had I had a good time with it. Um, it does the kind of Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr. version where there's narration when someone's fighting because they can see what's oh, yeah. coming. And I think some of the best some of the best moments are with like Jeremy Renner's character. And I think they knew it as well. You can just tell, like, every time he's on screen with his character and he's just this ridiculous guy who's just planned everything out to the, like, nth degree, the find of a fart. Like, you're not going to you're not gonna oh, tag yeah. him. He's like the, the, the friend they've never tagged. I, so how, how I kind of feel with Jeremy's Radish character is, like, the how he acts in this is kind of how I wish that Hawkeye acted in the Marvel movies. Like I, I think it would be uh, Hawkeye would be considered so much more of a cool character if he a uh, character if he acted like how this guy was. Yeah, he's kind of dour in the Marvel films, isn't he? He's kind of yeah, he's just kind of there. I mean, the the best one is is Endgame where he goes kind of. I can't remember what the character's called, uh, but he goes kind of mad, doesn't he? he goes rogue yeah. and starts just killing people oh, yeah. for the sake of it. After after the whole snap, which 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 is about the best thing they did with this character, which is odd because usually when they do that with characters, it's like, well, I didn't mind that, but it's nice to get the original back. A bit like um, Batman in Flashpoint, um, the Flashpoint Batman, which is Thomas Wayne, mm-hmm. one of the best Batmans ever. It's like, yeah, that's really cool to see Batman flying around shooting guns, and he's older, and he's different backstory bruce has been killed his wife becomes a jockey you think yeah that's pretty good but it's like yeah it's nice it's nice to watch that for a bit but i want like the original batman back it kind of feels like that with well that's kind of how i see it mm-hmm. i reckon i understand that um so is there anything else in this film that jeez you... i sounded like i was gonna end the review there <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how i end is there anything else you want to add i oh, know like i said it, it's one of those films that, that i did enjoy it there was a fair few laughs in it um it tries a little hard at times to kind of try and be funny, but it's like oh, when yeah. it's trying not to be too funny, it's it's uh, the action's pretty good. It, it whistles along for an hour and forty minute film. It flies along pretty well. I was quite quite happy. Oh with. yeah, I like really to me the reason I uh, is I love this film so much is that it's uh, it's kind of like the group of friends that I wish I had in real life. That I've in um. And I find it cool that this is a film that actually is based on a real uh, real story. So it's, oh, that means that there is somewhere in the world uh, uh, a group of friends that is actually doing this. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, so for anyone who doesn't know the true story, it's based on, I think, a group of 10 10 friends from uh, Washington that, that basically they play tag every year uh, for, for like, it's still going on now. Mm-hmm. And because they show kind of clips of them at the end of the film, and they 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 said they'd never like joked about. There's like quite a serious thing at the end. They joke about uh well with the with the woman with the uh, Jeremy Renner's wife's character, um, which will go one or two ways. You'll either like you'll have a laugh your head off, or you'll be like, oh, that's a bit. It was the only part of the film I thought you might be kind of you might be crossing a line. But I think because the film's not that edgy, like it's pretending to be really edgy, oh, yeah. but it's not really. It's like quite sweet natured in a way, but just stupid and like quite funny. And when it tries to be really edgy, it's like this is not this is not what you're here for. Like, mm-hmm. like you're not here for that. 
I think uh, really watching this film may, uh, um, makes me realize is how much of a fan I am of of Jake Johnson since uh, Johnson, um, both from his performance uh, in this, but then also like uh, also, um, he plays uh, as a version of Spider Man in uh, and in the Into the Spider Verse, and also uh, also. Um, I love his character in New Girl. Oh, if you've ever seen that uh, TV show, it. Uh, I think this film, like one of the big things, biggest things it does is like re- really makes me realize how much of a fan I am of that actor. Yeah, I'm. To be fair, I'm. Gl- I'm just glad you didn't say the Mummy 2017 because if you just said that, I'd have been like, right, I'm done, I'm gone. <laughs> uh, I, I mean that that film. It's yeah. It's a. To be fair, I'm, I've not kind of come across uh, Jay Johnson much um, which is a bit of a shame but my point I was trying to sorry no go on no I was uh, I was thinking like I don't remember much from that uh, that Bollywood film I've, I think I've watched no one it does. once no one does it's uh, once. but I, I I do think actually Jake Johnson was one of the best parts of it because he actually made it funnier uh, earlier. his ghost character I think it was yeah, he was like a rip-off of An American Way of London, the Jack character yeah. played by Rick June. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Like, I think that might be the only memorable thing about it is that, uh, uh, is that he helped uh, uh, help make it so it's not as much of a dying film. Yeah, uh, I've got nothing good to say about that film. Yeah. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the point I was... Going right around the uh, the city to say earlier was that although this this film didn't do some of the things they portray uh, the the real life characters who were playing this game of tag they didn't do some of the things that are kind of shown in the film to exaggerate it but one of the friends playing it did actually do the tag at one of the friends dad's funeral mm-hmm. that that actually happened because that was I thought that was really funny like you know because oh, yeah. it's like oh, I think your dad would be really happy to know that you're it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I I think that's that's honestly a great way to like help your uh, help your friend who uh, through his morning of a uh, by trying to give him some fun with the uh, on with doing this thing that they've been doing since uh, they were children. Well, yes, yeah, some people stand by that. That the one of the better ways to help, well, one of the best ways to help people with any kind of grieving is just to act normal because some people are like well yeah i've had a bereavement but people are now treating me differently like oh you're okay blah blah so but yeah i mean annabelle wallace plays rebecca crosby like a wall street journal reporter and presumably because the friends that the film was based on gave an interview to the wall street journal and i mean i thought she was going to be a big part of it but she she just ends up tagging along, and I was kind of disappointed they didn't go anywhere with that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, um, I I, I do think it's uh, it's funny how like, it, even though she's supposed to be like this professional character, uh, with like probably one of the only people who was actually professional in the film, uh, um, like she still is like, uh, like happy to um. Uh, Hit back at them with the uh, jokes at their expense, uh, and uh, just like when they are like, uh, "Is this uh, this podcast? Do you mind if I I say anything mature?" Swearing, you mean? No, I meant to say, yeah, "Go for it, yeah, go for it." Uh, well, uh, I I like how uh, uh, 
they're like don't tell the uh, don't tell the world that we oh we almost did waterboarding this guy uh, i she's like okay fine I'll, I'll just tell them about how there was lots of ta- conversation about uh y'all sucking dicks yeah 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 i mean yeah that's what i mean like the the, the tone was a little all over like it, it kind of it doesn't go for the kind of all out kind of no holds bars of the hangover it didn't quite know which way it wanted to go in that respect, although I did really, I thought that character of the, of the gym employee was was quite funny, and the fact that they're all like, yeah, and it, and it shows you that mentality you can get into that that groupthink mentality where you just all of it, like if everyone's doing it, you can get like dragged into it, and then there's that part where they're all screaming and they think they're going to do it, and then all the guys are like, no, we can't, we can't do this, they put it down, and to be fair, I think the best character in this, to be honest, is uh, Ed Helm's wife. Uh, that character, I thought she was she was by far like the funniest. Um, I, Isla Fisher is uh, animal like Hogan's wife. I thought she was great. Like, where she, they're all like, "Oh, we can't do this," and they put the water down. And she's like, "You motherfucker!" And she picks it up. And she like <laughs> tries to run it in, and they're all like, "No, no, no!" no. Like they hold her back, and he's like, "You can't play because they've got a rule like girls can't play." And it's like, um, "No, no, you can't play. You're too intense." And then at the at the part where he's like, uh, right towards the end, where they give her permission to play, she's like, "You have no idea what you've done." <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah, she she was great. Oh, no. I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed their character. I thought, I thought she brought. Oh yeah, it more laughs for me than than the majority of them, really. But yeah. sorry, what no. did you think of how like that the uh, at the end they like actually made this be like a, this very emotional thing, uh, and with the fact that the uh, that, um Ed Helms character uh, er, is possibly going to pass away. No, didn't didn't uh, it doesn't land properly because so and it's quite it's quite a I'll I'll not brush over it but I'll I'll just be very like platonic uh, platonic I'll be very matter of fact about it because I don't want to get because it's a kind of an emotive subject but they make to get out of a situation where they finally corner Jamie and his character his wife who he's about to marry and they've they've signed a contract with her not to you can't like interrupt the reception you can't interrupt the rehearsal you can't interrupt the ceremony mm-hmm. so she gives like she kicks off like you're not doing all this like ruin my big day type thing and then they corner him at this alcohol anonymous meeting which they find out from the gym employee like jamie rennie's cat drones like this big chain of gyms and they find out and they go to this AA meeting and they, they corner him like feeling trapped J- uh, jerry or whatever his name is i thought that was really funny um mm-hmm. because they finally started to think like him and really plan ahead and then to get out of it, his his like wife fakes a miscarriage, and it's like, really, like if you if yeah. you're gonna go there, but then in the next, then like five or ten minutes later, you're gonna be like, oh, actually, one of the characters is dying of cancer, and this is real now, so we want you to feel sad about this. Like we've brushed over that and made a joke about it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not one of these people who advocates like, oh, there should be boundaries in comedy. No, if something's funny, it's funny. Mm. Like end of story. Um, but I do think, well, if you're gonna go for a tone where it's like, right. We- there's no like rules in this game. I I thought it would have been better if because they've already done it with with miscarriage. So I mean, it's like see how, how awful it sounds when you put it in these terms. But it's like, well, if you made if you've tried to turn that into a get out clause for this game of tag, then then the bit where it's oh I've got cancer, he should have tagged him and been like got you and got up out of the bed because that would have been like no like because mm-hmm. all the way through it they kind of is the wedding fake and it does get you thinking sorry I'm finishing in a minute I promise John it does get you thinking throughout like oh maybe this is all like a ruse like oh, all these people are actors all these people are fake because Jeremy Renner's character like goes to such lengths it's like yeah this guy could 
he seems the type. He's got chloroform and all sorts. He seems the type to to basically like fake a whole wedding just to get, like see what they're going to try and do. And yeah, it, it felt it just felt really kind of if you take the miscarriage bit out and have him get out of it another way, then have that. Oh, actually, this is because I've only I, I won't make next May. Yeah, okay, all right. And then it becomes about mm-hmm. living in the moment and friendship. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. But it was... they. I don't think they thought about it enough. Like, I'm probably overthinking it for a film, like a daft film like this that you might kind of laugh at. But it's yeah. like, really? Like, that's not going to work with me. Like, if you joke about that, then you've got to make everything like... No, like, you should have jumped out of the bed and been like, got you. And they were like, what? And I don't know, the doctor comes in and like, oh, yeah, by the way, we, we like, I've rented this out. It cost me, like, $3,000, blah, blah, blah. Like, it would have been great. Like, I think that would have been hilarious. It would have been like, really? Like, oh, yeah, it makes sense because how are you going to – because that seems the only way you could tag Jeremy and his character is to be like, all right, you're going to play that game. We'll we'll step it up with you. But they didn't. It felt like a wasted opportunity with me. I got no, really no, serious there. You know, what, you know what I mean? No, I actually uh, – I – I'm uh, I I don't think there will be, but I would I would honestly love there there be a sequel. Uh, and what how I would want the sequel to be is that uh, is that they reveal that after uh, that he did uh, uh it end up being the last person to get tagged before the end of May, and but everybody else would think that uh ink the next season that he had uh, had died, uh I had and but. In reality, like he faked his death, uh, uh, so that they, uh, uh, so that he could sneak up on on one of them to tag them. Yeah. I think that uh, that would make for a really fun way to start a sequel. Yeah, it definitely, and it it would work in this like universe because this film is ridiculous and it doesn't want you oh, to think yeah. about it that much. It really doesn't. But I mean, there's some inventive stuff in here. Like I, I did enjoy like some of the some of the files they get into, like where he dresses as a grandma and he's like. Oh, hang on! Yeah. I'll get you that. And then in the shopping mall, and att- like basically, just Jamie Renner just kicks his head in, and it gets that kind of Walker frame over him, and he's just like perched on top of it, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna tag me. And yeah. you think this guy is just never gonna get? They're just never gonna get this guy. But I agree because when I was watching it, it's funny you mentioned the sequel. I was watching it going, I'd love this to have a sequel because I don't think a lot of the original Grown Ups. I think it's, I don't think it's great, but Grown Ups Two I thought was really really good. I thought that was actually better than the first one. Yeah. So, which I know is a bit of a weird one, but uh, I thought I would have liked to have seen another one of these. I think you could have, yeah. you could have gone places with it because it's such, it's such a simple but like effective idea. Like, right, we're gonna play a game of tag. It's like, yeah, but these are adults running around, like hospitals running around, weddings. Like I, that scene where he runs up and he finally tags him. Um, Ed Helms kind of runs up, finally tags him at the altar because they promised not to, and then it cuts to like the reality of it. He's running up and he ducks and he takes out the priest. Um, yeah. and like he's just flat out I was like and the wife's like he's gone fully uh, fully unconscious that, that's dedication right there type thing whatever she says so I did it, it was I did enjoy it for kind of what it was it's it, not the best of these type of films I've seen but but enjoyable enough I, I, yeah, I when I read what it was I thought oh this is going to be awful I'm going to be honest <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> yeah it's it, like it's such a ridiculous idea for a film that on paper it it does make you wonder how did they actually get the uh, uh, get the um it accepted for them to be able to make a make a film on this but uh, uh but i i do think they they did really well at making it be a sign 
very entertaining for how ridiculous it is. Yeah, it it is entertaining. It's it, it's you know sometimes you need films like this that just you can watch for an hour and a half, maybe a little bit more, and be like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and like also just be able to you're uh, you're able to both get it a lot of uh, laughs out of it, but also it is a very like feel good film that will make you like feel like um not so uh oh freaked out by all the realities of life yeah i mean and you get um scenes in it where kind of plot lines don't really go anywhere like the whole who is that last going to be with is she going to be with the stoner or is she going to be with the business guy and it doesn't really kind of it doesn't kind of go anywhere and it's like mm-hmm. Like Nick, uh, sorry, Jake Johnson's character. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's like, well, what is he? Like, what is he on about? Um, like, what, what, what's this character here for? But uh, uneven, I think, but enjoyable overall. I was actually going to ask you about the uh, the love triangle because because uh, uh, even though it doesn't go anywhere, uh, I, well, I I still think it uh, it makes for like a fun little addition to the film. Uh, um. And just adding a little bit, uh, 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 it all of something for those characters to do. Uh, uh, oh, and I think, uh, I think the actress who played Cheryl Deacons, uh, and I think, uh, I think she did a, a pretty good job. Yeah, definitely. But it just didn't kind of go anywhere. Although mm-hmm. there were some pretty funny laughs when it, it like the scene where it shows like she was with him one summer. Then with the other, well, one thing that I I don't think I've I've ever seen anywhere else that I found uh, um pretty funny in this uh, it's 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 definitely like very lowbrow humor but uh er, but um the uh, in the scene in the uh in in the mall where uh um I I love how uh how Jerry uses the come over here thing from uh from Mortal Kombat but just using his middle finger. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was good. But yeah, I don't know why but uh but middle finger humor is sign that I can uh, I can always get behind. Uh I, even if it's the most simple thing. Like I I loved it every time in the Wednesday Netflix series when uh when um the uh and thing i think it is uh and the the hand uh the mm-hmm. uh and just uh, uh whenever he just flips people off uh off off i i just for some reason uh and you'll always get a laugh out of me whenever pe- uh, their movies or tv make some kind of uh i've innovative uh of middle finger joke yeah see i'm i'm english so we go with the two fingers but it's the same it, it's it's a good way it's a it's a good thing to do. It's I did enjoy that to be honest. I felt. What did you think about Leslie Bibb's character? I know it's been killing me who she is. I was thinking, what do I know her from? What do I know her from? And she's of course she plays the reporter in Iron Man and Iron Man Two, the one that's like, you've been called the Picasso of her times. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint it like that. That's yeah. It took me ages to figure out who she was, including sometimes oh. taking out the trash. She's that. She's that guy, isn't she? Yeah. I uh, I. Liked her character in the film. Uh, um, I thought it was uh, but oh, I I, I d- 
do that uh, I think it was like going a little far with the uh, the miscarriage thing but I uh, but I think uh, I think she acted out the stuff really well the uh, um I think she was uh, I think her and Jeremy Renner they had pretty good uh, uh, chemistry, so I liked them together. Just like I also liked uh, I, um, Ed Helms and uh, uh, and uh, and his uh, the and the character playing his, uh, the actor playing his wife. Uh, I, um, that I think they also had some great chemistry as well. Yeah, they didn't. Like I said before, like I I enjoyed her character. Like I enjoyed her character. Like she, you could tell. Like even though Jamie and his character was like kind of. Not taking it too far, but really serious about it. Like he would die if he ever got tagged. Whereas she's like unhinged, uh, uh, like Ed Helms' wife's character in this. And the reason why I'm using the actors' names is because uh, I've got to be honest. It's one of these films where like names are not the strong suit. Like you're not yeah, going to walk I'm, out going. I like I, I'll be honest. Like most of my reviews on my podcast, I don't use uh, uh, it was characters' names because it's because uh, I uh, unless I'm uh, less. Um, a film is a, a film. I ex- know it extremely well, and it's or it's part of a series where I've really gotten to know characters. I don't remember character names. I mean, I, I'd pr- I'd remember them if if you know if the characters were memorable. They're just mm-hmm. they're very like Ed Helms is playing like Stu in The Hangover, but he's not a doctor. He's a vet this time, and he's dying in this one, and it's like. And you know, like John Ham is playing essentially John Ham, and then you've got um, Jamie Renner playing kind of a very charismatic, serious Jamie Renner. So it's because mm-hmm. um, I just, especially given I, I watched Arrival not long ago, so a couple couple of days ago as well. So I've been watching a lot of Renner recently. First thing I ever saw him in was, and I think it was his film debut, uh, the Dharma film. I don't know where my I don't know where my dad got a DVD of that way back when, but that's the first thing I ever saw him in. Um, I'm pretty sure the first thing I ever saw Jeremy Renner in was uh, was in the Marvel movies. Uh, is, um, and I actually I a couple of years ago I I was surprised when I was watching a uh, watching a show from the early 2000s and he popped up uh, up in it. I was like. I, 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 uh, I always have thought of him as this big, uh, this big movie actor. So it's, uh, uh, so it, it surprises me whenever I see car- uh, actors early in their careers when the end they do just one-off appearances in TV shows. Oh, he got around. I mean, Dharma was two thousand and two. He was in SWAT, which I'm still yet to see. In two thousand three, he was in Twenty Eight Weeks Later in two thousand seven, the sequel to Twenty Eight Days Later. And it, of course, The Hurt Locker, tw- two thousand and eight, probably probably his best film, but the best film he's been in for an absolute mile. He's in the town. The mm-hmm. is that Ben Affleck directed that? Yeah, I think. I think oh, was so. in it. My dad loved that. I'm still yet to see that. I've, yeah, I've seen. never seen the town. Uh, I've heard good things about it, but I've, uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, and then of course he's he's in. He starts to be, you know, starts. Well, he's in Thor, isn't he? And he, he ends up in most of the MCU after that. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's in Bond Legacy, and of course, the Mission Impossible films as well. Oh, but he's yeah. clever; he wouldn't let them kill him, though, because he, he couldn't do one of the films. Can't remember which one. And he was like, "No, no, just say I'm away," because he know he knows he's not daft. He knows that 
that uh, he could come back. But as we're speaking about Jamie Renner, and even though it's massively unlikely he listens to this, somebody who knows him might. So wish him all the best in his recovery. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was going to say Godspeed. I've never said that in my life. I've watched too many American films. But no, the sentiment rings true. I, I hope, uh, hope he gets better because he's... Hell of an actor. I think I think he's underrated me. Yeah. Like I, I think MCU films don't exactly give you much scope to stretch your wings, especially no pun intended. Especially a character like uh, what's his name? Hawkeye. That's the one. That's the one. It, it does seem like uh, I once an actor or joins the MCU, they they don't seem to do nearly as much outside of that uh, that universe, which is uh, which. Even though I love the Marvel films, I it does kind of sadden me because I I think that a lot of these actors are good actors and they they deserve to get to uh, uh they deserve to get to spread their wings and do uh, and do some very different feeling roles uh roles that but they just don't have time when they uh they join such a massive universe. Yeah, I think I think time is definitely a factor, and I don't think these studios let them. Because if the mm-hmm. studio goes to Jeremy Renner in the middle of the MCU, uh, you know, I don't know, between Civil War or whatever, goes, oh, yeah, you go do this little independent film, but then he breaks his arm or whatever. Like, he broke his arm in this, and they had to, like, green screen uh, CGI sense. out uh, a cast. So it's, you know, it's like having a football player, uh, an Eng- a proper Eng- football uh, or soccer. Um, I hate that word. Uh, like, a football player, if you're not going to... If you've got them since a youngster or they're coming in, into your team... Sometimes it's like, oh, we want them to go play here, or it's like, no, because if they get injured, they're out the game. And I think that's oh, yeah. true for actors as well. Anything else that you kind of you get anything like I don't know if you take notes, but I mean, I, I enjoyed the film. I'll give it that. I didn't take yeah. any notes because I was enjoying it that much. So, uh, um, I don't, I don't think there's uh, there's anything else that would uh, uh, I would have to say about the film. It's not really a, a film where there honestly is a lot to talk about, uh, out, but it is a film that I really enjoy. So I wanted to be able to talk about it with someone, uh, Owen. That's why I suggested it for this episode. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, you get some films where it's like half an hour to chat about them and you're pretty much done because not like yeah. you can deep dive into the themes of this. It's, it's, it is what it is, and it mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. You can do a lot worse. You can do yeah. far, far worse if you're looking for kind of a goofy. Uh, comedy. This is good. I like oh, the idea, yeah. and I, I, it's a shame I don't think they made enough of it, like they did in this film. Yeah. But you could, just like, like you said, there's so much more scope for where they could go. Like some of the, and then it's like when they're jumping around and like fighting, and then they smash a window, or they fall through like a fly screen things they have over there, and then all of a sudden it's like he he falls off and he knocks an AC unit off the side of the building, and he ends up planting a car. And he smacks down on the floor, and it's like. Yeah, they, they, and other people are looking like, what the hell? Like when the the last bit where they're playing tag in the hospital and all the doctors and that are looking at them like, what are you doing? <laughs> like this is a hospital. Yeah. Um, but it, it, so I felt like there's like a lot of scope there. Yeah, I I uh, if they ever did make a sequel, one thing I would definitely want uh, is, um, since at the end of the film they uh they made the amendment that uh that women cannot play. I think there's a lot of like really funny female actors that I th- uh, I think could fit really well into this franchise. So I want them to add more of those in it. 
Yeah, like a bridesmaid version of this would be yeah. pretty like, good. Like I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind like a, a, just like a full, uh, old just female cast for uh, ask for a sequel, and not bringing back in any of these characters and as um seeing how it'd be different. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I would like to if they want to do a spin-off, cool. But mm, I, w- I wouldn't yeah. mind a sequel. I mean, it's probably a, lo- a long time. Yeah, but, well, it's, it's, only it's like... probably not, not happen. But uh, I mean, this is just speculation. But no, I, I'm definitely open to the idea. Mm. But I don't know a, a decent film. Um, sorry, I've not been at my best. I'm not. No, it's all right. It's absolutely all right, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 English, so I'm not I'm not very like enthusiastic anyway. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I I did enjoy this. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Like, uh, which is which is high praise for me. Like, I was it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Um. So, would you like to tell the people listening? Well, I've already said who you are, but like, what your podcast's all about? Have you got any episodes coming up or anything like that that you're excited to to share? Uh, so, uh, uh, my podcast is uh, uh, Smash represents the Gamma Analysis. Uh, is in this podcast, I I mainly do uh, oh, um, both like specifically Hulk uh, Hulk related content and uh, just any kind of geeky content in general. And it's uh, and um, I have uh, I have coming up uh, up an episode uh, owed. This Tuesday, uh, from when we're recording this, I don't know when this is gonna be releasing, but it, uh, um, I have uh, one coming up on the second live-action Scooby-Doo film, uh, um, Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed, where uh, is, of which whom I'm reviewing it with a professional comedian, uh, and so it's, um, a really funny episode that I'm very excited for people to listen to. Cool. That was some pretty good uh, sound effects in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's absolutely spot on. And, and thank you for coming on. And um, Yeah, thank chatting. you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. And if there's any, any other film you'd like to do in future, let me know. Get it in, get it on, and enjoy the vlog. Welcome to Film Vloggers. Oh, harder, Daddy. The only film review podcast, thankfully, that poses the question, does watching this film feel like flogging a dead horse? There he is, beating that dead horse! Introducing your hosts. First up, her Irish potty mouth turns the air a whole new shade of blue. It's Fiona. Say hello, Fiona. And why the f*** is Dan Mackers doing our intro? I want me gold! That's great. It's great. She's adorable. And your second host needs no introduction. The man, the myth, the legend. Like, I said I'd do this. I said I'd do this for you. I'm not reading this. It's the guy who waffles too much. It's Ben. Cooey! I'm making waffles. So what are you waiting for? Grab your whip, mount your dead horse, and let's get on with the flog, shall we?